Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about episode six of The Bachelor New Zealand with The Bachelor Moses. Yeah, and so this episode is starting off with four new women coming to The Bachelor. The girls are not happy. Pad, yeah. And the girls are not happy, but Sam does try to make light of it by jumping out and surprising them. Yeah, which is... She seemed the most upset when they were on the hill and she was like yelling at them like, don't come here. Like, we don't want you. And then she was like really upset. So I think that was her way of trying to like be lighthearted about it because she was like really pissed. Yeah. So I think she was like, well, if I can cover it up. Sam's got a lot invested. Yeah. So we find out that Alana, one of the new girls, is actually friends with Devaney in real life. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of like a fun thing. And then Moses calls Suzanne Suzette, like right off the bat. Doesn't she call her culturally ambiguous as well? Um, That's something that... um, Suzanne says? Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne is talking to Kimmy and is like, where are you from? Like, where are your family from? Where are your parents from? You look so culturally ambiguous. And it was like rude. It was kind of rude. Yeah. I was like, that's like... Like, not a question you ask two minutes after Which meeting somebody? Suzanne clearly seems to only be there for the attention and publicity is what a lot of the girls are saying around that house. I, and that I don't know she, if I agree with that, but I think there's a lot of... I wrote that she can't keep her mouth shut. But then when she was sitting there with the girls, she literally said, this is a great platform to advocate for my organization. Right. It's like... And then they're like, well, what about finding love? And she's like, well, if I find love, I find love. All the but other like, girls lose it. They just lose their minds. Well, Suzanne is married. She's married. I mean, we don't know the whole backstory behind that. But she's yeah. married, and then now she's talking about being there f- to, like, promote her work. Yeah. And this is really when I thought Sam had, like, the best shot. Because mm-hmm. she seemed, like, to be really getting it, hitting it off. And She was wearing Moses' glasses in all of her yeah. confessionals. And I was like, ooh, she, like must have been chatting with him and stuff because she obviously like took his glasses um but the girls are basically like why is she here shanae and moses have a chat and shanae brings up suzanne i feel like she friend zoned herself when she did that well he was saying that he was already concerned and then shanae was like well she was telling all the girls that she's here for business so it's like he had brought up concern and then she like validated that yeah and then devany finally gets to chat with moses about her age and he was basically like it's a non-issue like i like you regardless of your age and i don't care to think about what your age is yeah and i was like fair enough but then sam also throws suzanne under the bus you mean so shanae did and then sam did after that's right and Moses still hasn't kissed anyone. 
I know. I'm pretty. Sh- that's like pretty shocking. Because Sam, while she was there, was like, "Is he gonna kiss me?" And then she's like, "He didn't kiss me." Yeah. And that's when we were sitting there and we're like, "Man." I'm like, "Why didn't we're he kiss six her? episodes in? He hasn't kissed anybody yet." I know. It's almost like too long. Well, I mean, the thing is, he hasn't been on more than one date with anyone at this point. Yeah. But I'm actually... Okay. Should we make guesses on who the first kiss is going to be of the season? Um, if you want. I don't think I have a very good perspective of who that could be. Except for who was it last episode that really connected with him? Lana. Yeah. I, I think, think Lana has got a Lana is a possibility. But I'm going to go with Shanae. Why is that? I just feel like overall they've had like a really good vibe like ongoing throughout the whole show. Like Lana, we just got to see this last episode. So she's like fresher in our minds. Yeah. But I feel like Shanae has been kind of like one of his main people this whole time. Right. So I'm really curious to see. We should put like a dollar wager bet. And if neither of us are right, no one gets the dollar. Well, you probably already looked it up. I haven't. Uh, I don't know anything about this season. Okay. I purposely do not look at spoilers when we do international seasons because I don't want to know. All right. Um, I'll put a dollar on it. Okay. Um, so they basically announced at the beginning of the rose ceremony that to keep one of the new girls, he has to swap them with one of the other girls. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, he has to swap out somebody. So he asked Annie to stay, like, right at the beginning. Right. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to have to, like, swap. And then he swaps Annie and Nikki, which Nikki we had in, like, our top four for, like, a really long time. But she's got no time. Yeah. Like, they must have had conversations, but we haven't really seen them. Um. So that was not a shock to me. But then he sends Alana home, which is Devonie's friend. And then he sends Suzanne home. Surprise, surprise. Not surprised. Um, so then he asked Lydia to stay. And that's when I was like, oh, man, who's he going to swap at this point? Yeah. And I thought, like, maybe Devonie, maybe Chanel, maybe Kimmy. And then he swaps for Sam. Yeah. And my jaw like literally dropped. I was like, what? And you could tell he was struggling with having to make those decisions, but. He I basically mean, said he didn't see a long-term romantic connection. I think. Which I kind of respected that. I did. I did respect that mm-hmm. when he said that. Cause he's like, oh yeah, I probably have a great attraction. Like right now I have a good attraction, but. I don't see it's not something I'm here for like the long, long haul. So. Yeah, so that was basically the end of the rose ceremony. And before we move on, I want to talk about one of my favorite sponsors, which is Wine.com. So there's like this big misconception that you can't just purchase wine over the internet and have it delivered to your door. I don't know why that's still a misconception, but a lot of people I talk to are like, well, don't you need an ID? And I'm like, they just like check your ID or like have you sign for it when your box gets there. It's not a big deal. So wine.com makes it super, super easy to shop for wine online. They're the biggest, largest wine store, like, which is crazy. They have like the biggest selection. And even if you're at the store, you can scan a label on their app and get all of the information about that wine from the wine.com app. And you can order it right then and there. So you don't even have to buy it from the store. You can be like, want this later? Buy it. Um, 
I just love them. I'm drinking a rosé from them right now. And they have the stewardship program, which is only $49 for the entire year. And with that, you, there's like no minimum purchase. You can order one bottle or a hundred bottles and shipping is free every single time. So that's awesome because when you order one online, that's probably the biggest cost is shipping. They have that awesome five-star wine.com app on iOS and Android. And you can talk to like the wine experts, get recommendations, see ratings and save things to your favorites under my wine. So you guys can go to wine.com slash batch report and get $50 off your first order. Terms do apply. Once again, that is wine.com slash batch report and get $50 off your first order. Go get yourself some wine. Andrew's smiling. He's like 50 bucks off is a good deal. Yeah. So I can't believe he sent Sam home. I know. I was like at the end of this episode, still reeling about it. I was like, yeah, because I had seen her like at that point in time, I was like, oh, she'll probably make like top four, top five. Like at this point, he seems to be getting rid of the top candidates or contenders every every week, at least one. Like Shivani last time. I was like, oh, Shivani's probably making it the like close to the end. Right. And, and but he out. seems to be making the decision based on a long term uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. So he's like getting to know them and he may have some immediate chemistry, but he's looking for something that's going to be lifelong, you know? Yeah. So Chanel gets a one on one. Which Chanel is one of my favorites who doesn't get like any time. I know. Um, which. I know she had mentioned this episode that she was struggling really hard because she is like one of the quote unquote bigger girls in the house. She's not at all like a big person, but she's bigger than a lot of the girls in the house. Sure. And she said she's been struggling with like body positivity when you're around people like super skinny people in bikinis all day. Right. So but they she, do have a go on a really awesome date though. They go parasailing. And I told Andrew that we could go parasailing after watching them do it. Yeah. That actually looked like a really good time. And I like that she looked over at him and told him that he looked like he was about to S word himself. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then afterwards they go to a restaurant and have some oysters and beer, which actually looked like a really nice, like fun dinner date. Yeah. I like oysters and beer. Uh, So... Back at the mansion, Art comes out and tells the girls. Bad news. Bad news, which he's got the funniest, like, entrances. He just, like, sneaks up, and he's just, like, and they're like, ah, oh, Art's And then here. they're like, oh, no, this has to be bad. And he's like, it is bad news. It is bad And news. then he's like, you're all leaving. Yeah. And they're like, what? And then he's like, you're all going to this new location, which I think is, like, from what I heard, it's, like, an island off of Australia, but they're going to, like, the south tip of an What's island. It? Is it called Nelson? I think so. Right. They they kept saying it with an accent, obviously, because yeah. they're in Australia. I'm Nelson. Or not Australia. It's they're in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, where every time they said it, I was like, is it Wilson? Is it Nelson? Is it Nielsen? Is it like, what are they saying? Yeah. But. So Chanel and Moses are having like a heartfelt discussion about her brother that died. Yes. Because they start talking about their favorite movies. And I believe Chanel said... Hercules, Anastasia, and I don't know. I don't know. But her brother, so her brother died on a fishing accident and the body was never found. Yes. So I don't know if there was like a mystery there or was he like 
murdered and maybe something heavy was tied onto his legs and he was, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, so he died in a fishing accident. Body was never found. Sounds, I mean, I guess with if you're far out there, I know that the waves do get really crazy sometimes. Yeah. So if you fall Especially off. Especially yeah. if you're in like the South Pacific. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Like that's crazy place to be fishing. Um, yeah. And then Moses does something like very vulnerable. He like sings a cappella for her um, as they're at their dinner table. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I thought that was kind of like heartfelt because I was like, wow, that takes like a lot of trust in somebody to like go to that level. But I know he's a professional and all, but still. But something I really liked is after that conversation that they had about her brother, he said, your brother would be really proud of you for being here and for telling your story and for putting yourself out there. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah. But the reason they got on the topic to begin with is because they had been talking about movies and Moses's favorite movie was inside out. And he was like, when bing bong dies, oh, no. <laughs> I cry every time. Inside out is such a sad. I'm like, I cry when bing bong I dies. Me too. So they That's were talking about that too. and they were talking about toxic masculinity. Cause Moses yeah. was talking about how like as a man, you're not supposed to cry. So he's always trying to like not cry in front of his nieces and nephews. But like, why is it such a big deal to, I know cry during a movie that's hard Uh, i tear up during movies i have to hide it too just instinctively he's like he's really (laughs) sly about it and then i'll be like are you crying and he'll be like no (laughs) you're crying (laughs) you're tearing up right now and i'm like yeah okay (laughs) but while the girls are packing they're like oh my gosh where's chanel's stuff like why is her stuff not here yeah so then it basically you see moses say you're not going back to the mansion. And it's like this big cliffhanger. I know. And I have a feeling they packed Chanel stuff and it like sent it on a, like with the girls, like already in the cab or whatever. Right. Like I feel like. Well, she packs her stuff because they're probably like, you have to make sure your stuff's packed before you go on a date. Oh yeah. In case they send you home. Yeah. They always do that. Yeah. So her stuff was already packed. They just had to go grab it. I'm sure. Yeah, and they, like, leave us on this cliffhanger. But I was like, this date, I feel like, is going really well. Yeah. And I I feel like they have a really good connection. So I, unless he just feels like she's more of a friend, like he did with Sam, I don't It was kind of getting that, because she did kind of, like, share a lot. Like... But the thing is, if people don't share a lot with him, he also sends them home, because he's like, we're not getting past surface-level conversation. Right. And Lou shared a lot on her one-on-one date as well. Yeah. With her boyfriend passing away and all of that. So I think he does like appreciate when people can share their story. I just wanted to hear Suzanne's uh, story about her husband, you know. Maybe we'll get her on the podcast. Because I just need to know, you know, did he pass away? And did no. she just say she's I think she married? said that he didn't pass away, right? Didn't she mention that? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just got to get the details on that one. We'll research that. But I also don't want to Google anything about the season just in case yeah, I see something I don't want to see. Yeah, just quite yet. So we were left on this really great cliffhanger. We're going to leave you on a cliffhanger now. And you have to wait until next week for us to talk about episode seven. But yeah. if you're watching on your own time, you could always just go watch it on Bachelor Archive or wherever and find out about episode seven. But, you know, maybe watch the same day we watch. Yeah. So that you can be really excited. Put a dollar this. on it. On the kiss? Yeah. I'm hoping a kiss is coming next episode. 
Yeah, me too. Episode seven is a long time to go without any. It's kisses. actually kind of thoughtful though, because it's like he's building connections before kissing everybody. Your person that you end up with is gonna watch this probably mm-hmm. and be like, "Why did you kiss all these people?" You know, I know that happens a ton. Well, on the American one, they assume they're gonna kiss everybody. Yeah, but. Then when they have fantasy suites on the American one, and then they know that they're sleeping with other people. Oh, yeah. Like, that, I think, causes a lot of issues after. Okay. Well, until next time. Ciao. That's my line.